Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm so excited to share with you some incredible interviews with wonderful entrepreneurs, business owners, and amazing people in my life that are practicing gratitude, self-love, and living with kindness. I also sprinkle in a few solo episodes, and occasionally you'll see family members join in for the fun as well. On today's podcast, I'm sharing an episode that was recorded about three months ago with a very special guest, money coach Sherry Molshin. This is actually a really timely interview because we have a great discussion about how our money mindset is influenced by our environment and how we can shift it. There's really never been a better time for us to address our money mindset. And what I love about this interview with Sherry is she talks about the importance of being aligned in the work that you do and how she had to let go of a six-figure income in order to really step into her leadership and to work authentically as the Sherry we know and love. Sherry offers her clients a soft place to land without judgment. And she really gets into this difficult transition she made from having an employee mindset to becoming an entrepreneur. So these things are questions that so many of us are asking ourselves these days. She also shares how hard it was to start from scratch. Now, she is a business and money coach who helps her clients to sort out their money issues and to create more revenue and success in their business. She's also the founder of Life Out Loud, where she offers masterminds and retreats for female entrepreneurs. Sherry invites us to step into our leadership and really live and work as our most authentic self. I hope you'll enjoy this beautiful self-love interview with Sherry Molshin. Hi everyone, it's Julie Boya here with another great interview in my self-love series. I'm so excited to have Sherry Molshin here. Welcome, Sherry. Hi. So Sherry is a business and money coach, and we met here in Nanaimo on Vancouver Island. She is part of the uh, women's networking group that I belong to, and Sherry and I had a beautiful opportunity to work together uh, this past spring. So I was going through a challenging time in my business, and you know, it's kind of, it seems ironic to go through that when you're in your business to invest in a coach, but it's actually the best time to do so is to invest in a coach when your business isn't doing well. And thankfully, Sherry was a real catalyst for change. I actually credit Sherry for the one who really pushed me to actually launch Wake Up With Gratitude as a business and its own website. So I'm so grateful for everything that you've been in my life, Sherry, but I would really love for you to introduce yourself. Let us know a little bit about how you got to be uh, the business and money coach that you are today. Awesome. Thanks, Julie. I'm, I'm super excited to, to be here with you. I'm so proud of you, first off. Uh, your self-love series and your wake-up and gratitude and um, now being um, with a mompreneur, I just want to say congratulations on that and being top 10 to watch. Uh, I knew that right when I first met you that you were one to watch and now you've been publicly recognized. So I just want to first off say congratulations. Super proud of you. Um, so yeah, I'm so happy to be here. I um, Wow, I my my story is is I'm not gonna go into all of it, but the the nuts and bolts of it is is that I I've been a financial advisor for uh, 23 years. I still have a, a small practice, but uh, when I started back in '97, I did not know that that was my gonna be my life path. Right? It's like grow up to say I'm gonna be a financial advisor. Right? Like 
no, but I kind of fell into it um, because my kid's father had died and didn't have insurance. And I got into it because it was a no brainer. Somebody came and saw me and said, oh, you need insurance. I'm like, no kidding. So it was super successful, but I, and then I wanted to help others. And I, I fast became uh, in management and a leader in training. And that ended up being my passion. I just, I've always been a natural born leader just in my DNA. <laughs> I don't fight it anymore. I just, it is, this is what it is. Wow. <laughs> and uh, so I, uh, it was going great and I was having fun and then the company got bought out by another company and the next thing you know, everything's changing. You know, it's, everything's about the bottom line. It's not about the people anymore. And I'm setting up vision boards and goal setting with all my advisors and they sent in a new guy and he's, he's like, come on, crack the whip, just get those sales. And so, uh, super against all my morals and ethics. And finally, uh, I left and a friend who was in the business said, how about starting your own business? And I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I don't know. And I'd given away all my clients and I had to start from scratch, you know, from give up a six figure income to go to zero is, is um, scary and exciting at the same time. And uh, but what I did was just put what I talked, walked my talk of what I was preaching to advisors. And uh, within the first year, I was within two years, I was back up to my income. And uh, it, I've never looked back and I, it's expanded now into coaching and um, really working with, with women, which is a missing piece out there in the financial thing, which is even morphed now into helping women um, in their business. Cause I get it now as you know, 16 years as a entrepreneur. So it's been, it's been quite a ride. <laughs> I, I love that you did that shift you started from zero you went for it because you were no longer feeling aligned with the work that you were doing and i think that's super important i think when we talk about self-love being aligned with the work that you're doing is definitely a fundamental uh active self-love and i i want to also mention you talked about uh you're a natural born leader and you just you're not fighting it anymore and i love that because that's something that i also have struggled with with a really uh, a long time, right? Um, but it's just like stepping into that role and being okay with the fact that there, in different situations, you're gonna step up for leadership in different ways based on what the situation needs. You know, you were the leadership for our networking group for many, many years, and then you've been able to step back and let other people shine with your beautiful support and leadership legacy that you left. So another beautiful way to express self-love is just being authentic to who you are. Yeah. That it started uh, when I left the, the company that was total self-love for me. I was like, even though the money was amazing and my lifestyle was amazing, it was, it just, it broke my heart every day. I could not do it. It was just totally against everything that I stood for. So, yeah. That takes so much courage too, to give up money, right? Yeah. We're having this talk about you being a money coach, giving up money, walking away from a, an income that's, you know, providing for you and your family, especially as a woman making a really strong income as well. That's a difficult thing to let go of. Uh, what I honor about your decision is that many women would continue and be such out of alignment that they would get ill and unwell and burnout and stress leave and adrenals and all that stuff. And you made a choice. I see that all the time. A lot of my clients that come to me um, in, you know, 
are actually in a what I call a job, right? Job, which with my my thing sense just over broke. <laughs> stands for. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. There's a path for everybody, whether you're in a job or whether you're an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Everybody thinks, oh, I'll just sit back and I'll take care of myself, self love. I'll start my own business and my passion. But it's not. It's hard work. It's discipline. Um, it, it, you know, I'm affording a little bit of luxury now, but that was 16 years in when I first started the, the self-care was super important because I was head down, uh, working seven days a week, you know, when you first start your business. Um, but the whole thing about, um, uh, you know, living, living, making that change and, uh, taking care of what your heart is saying is scary and a lot of the women that come to me, they go, well, you know, I, I, um, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. And I'm like, what is going on with you? Because we are taught from when we're, we're how, depending on how old you are. I mean, money was never talked about in my, my um, house when I grew up. In fact, it was, uh, why don't you get a good job and get a school teacher job and then find a guy so you can have uh, summer off and then just you can take care of kids. And I'm just like, right. Never, there was no money teaching me about money or any of that. Right. Oh, and I would say for me, uh, just a little bit younger generation, it was like, I grew up in a home where we can't afford it. We can't afford it. We can't afford it. Cause my parents had purchased a home that was ended up being coming beyond their means and just they were smart though. I will uh, give my parents credit is instead of staying in the neighborhood where the home was just, the expenses were way too much. We, we downsized, we, we changed neighborhoods. We, you know, downsized our lifestyle, right sized our lifestyle so that it would be an easier situation. But you know, even today, and you know this, I share a home with my parents and you know, the money memes that my family has, I mean, it, I do feel a little bit sometimes like I'm back in high school um, hearing some of the words that my, you know, my dad might say, I'm hoping he's not listening right now. So that's good. But you know, it's hard. Like, uh, you grow up with a message, a money message. I think that's a lot of the work that you do is really understanding what money messages have I grown up with and how is that affecting my life today? Right. Oh, totally. It's, um, we get all kinds of messages, um, and our mindset, depending, we, we only know what we know. And when we know better, we do better, right? And it's, so what happens is, is that we, we, we don't know that it's okay to, to have a career. We don't know that it's okay to um, not know what's going on, <laughs> you know, in, in the future. It's okay. And, you know, if you, what happens is, is that we have these self-limiting beliefs that, oh, I can't do it, or it's not, it's too late, or it's not in my uh, DNA to be an entrepreneur, or, you know, people just say, well, you should raise it, you know, be secure, save your money, put them in RSPs or um, in some of retirement plan for, for American audience, uh, but some kind of, of uh, savings, right? And then you are on the, on the last place. You are at the end. Yeah. That's where you are. And so it's like, okay, I got to take care of all this and this and this, and then I can um, take care of me. And I'm like, uh, no, no, no. All of that stuff is not going to get taken care of until you get take care of yourself, right? And I always say self-care is selfish. And so women especially, they come to me and they're like, well, 
should I be doing this? Shouldn't I be taking care of my kids or shouldn't I be doing this? And I'm like, you will be a better mother. You will be a better wife. You will be a better entrepreneur. You will be a better employee if you take the self-care of yourself first, bar none. So when we, so if we're talking about self-love and our finances, what does that look like? Like how does the concept of self-love fit together with our money story or us making more money or getting out of debt? What's the connection there? Because I feel like it's probably pretty important. Yeah. The, the connection with self-love of like getting out of debt, it's we, we um, settle. We settle for the situation um, because we don't know how. And I see so many women that come to me and they're just like, sure, I would, I, I don't know how to get out of this. I just don't know how to do it. I know how to take care of everything else, but I don't know how to do this. And self-love is going, okay, I don't know how. It's okay to not know how. And, and having a soft place to land without judgment is one of my uh, strengths. I actually just had somebody on the weekend say, send me a message saying, 10 years ago, you uh, coached me and you, what I loved about you was that you didn't have any judgment against me about where I was or what I was doing or how I hadn't done anything or how could I be 40 years old and not have any money saved and have a whole bunch of debt. And I'm like, you, you've gotten where you are with what you know, right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Like self-love is just like going, okay, you know what? I don't know. Ask for help. And, but as women, we're brought up that we should just be the nurturers. We should just go with the flow. We should just go with the status quo and, uh, you know, keep our mouth shut and just fuck up and do whatever we need to do. And I'm like, no, you can have, be and do and have everything that you want. Just get somebody to listen to you and, and your situation. So self-love when it comes to money is just going, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I don't know. And I just need support. And it doesn't have to be a coach. Maybe it's somebody, find somebody that's actually living what, yeah. now some people are living on the outside looking like they're okay. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and then they're not really. Yeah. So make sure if you're looking for somebody that they are actually walking the talk and, and that you trust and, or join some group around uh, some, some other women that are, are powerful or have got you know they're making things happen and, and stuff like that I always want to be the dumbest one in the room is personally because I want to learn and grow from other people uh, you know if I, I'm the one that knows everything that I'm kind of not knowing anything anywhere else right so it's 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 just about finding your tribe kind of a thing well, it's interesting that you said, you know, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. And I actually teach my daughter that every time you say, I know, when someone asks you something, you stop listening. Yeah. As soon as those words come out of your mouth, you're no longer listening anymore. So you can't learn. So that acknowledgement that as soon as we think we know, it's where we stop learning. And that continuous learning is that act of becoming the best version of ourselves. And I love how you talk about self-love being that, that point of asking for help and acknowledging that you don't know and that you want to learn. And there are so many resources that you can tap into to start to make oh, totally. you know, a difference in your own financial life. You also do masterminds as well. And I think that's something 
you know, that's very important in terms of finding a group of support and lack of judgment, right? So you have, you run mastermind groups. Uh, what does that look like? Well, that is amazing because when we're, especially if you're a woman entrepreneur listening, uh, and, and you're by your solopreneur, what, you know, what we call solopreneur, you don't have anybody like me and Julie, you're no, you're a solopreneur. Um, we don't have, uh, people to bounce off ideas and, you know, sometimes we can get caught thinking, God, I'm like, am I the only one that's feeling this frustration or, or, um, struggling or, you know, how she looks like she's got it so together, but maybe she maybe doesn't. Right. But on the outside, yeah. So with the mastermind, what I, what I love about it is, is you bring together like-minded people who are in the same um, boat as you, basically, you know, they're, they're solopreneurs or not, not everybody in my mastermind is solopreneur, but um, what you do is you have support from other people. You get different bandages you get, and it, and it blows, it comes off on me too. So I do them for a little bit of a selfish reason too, because I don't know everything either. And I learn a ton of stuff. Uh, from other people. And so the masterminds are about taking whatever your goal is. Maybe it's taking your business to another level. Maybe it's getting your personal finances together. Maybe it's about, should I hire people? It doesn't matter where you are, but what you do is you get feedback and support from everybody that's in the group. And it's a small group. So it, I, I keep them intimate because I don't want people to get lost. And, um, the, the last one that I had was just amazing. There was just so raw and intimate and uh, the results that uh, the ladies got were, were life-changing. And um, that makes my heart sing. That's why my whole life out loud um, is about building community of women to have a safe place to fall, to have a safe place to, to pick up the phone and go, ah, can you just help me for a second? And I know all those, those ladies, they might and anybody in my community or my coaches or my, the people that are coached or, and I know some of the coaches that even I've had, I could call them up and I know in two seconds they would say, Hey, what can I do for you? Right. And it's a support group. And we, that's self love. That is having that support because it's hard as heck to do this role by ourselves. I don't care if anybody says, oh yeah, no, it's easy. And I'm like, you're lying. <laughs> it is yeah. not easy. And women, especially though, we crave community. We crave tribe. We crave oh. being connected to like-minded people that are going to lift us up, but they're also going to like, like you said, catch us so we land softly when things aren't going well. And I do love the intimate mastermind. You know, five or six is really the most a mastermind actually really could should be in order to be maximizing the time that everyone has to speak as well and, and to connect. Yeah. But I also want to mention you can mastermind with just one other person. Absolutely. Because the one plus one is never just two, right? It's that connection that we have. So that could be hiring a coach. It could be working with a peer. So one thing that I've done um, that's helped me tremendously for over a year and a half is I have a weekly meeting a zoom meeting yeah. with one of my peers in my usana business yeah. and that has i don't know that i'd be where i am today if i hadn't you know worked with that hurt that one person we we don't really work together in business we i'm not part of her team or her tribe we just work as peers and we we help each other to grow and those connections we can make um, if we're not able to join a mastermind with Sherry, if we're not, if we, you know what, we can start our own local mastermind too, and it might just be with one other person. 
It depends on what you're looking for, right? If you if you're looking at to get some more stuff on business or to get you know to boost your, you're going to want to hang around with people that are actually more successful than you to to give it. If you're you know you you're you make the same amount of money as the five people you hang around with. You're you're you know the type of thing. So if you want to do get more or be more, then hang out with people that are getting more. Because sometimes what I find is misery loves company. Mm-hmm. like attracts like yeah. and so you can join these groups and all you do is support each other in keeping where you're stuck so just a caveat to that yeah. is is make sure that the people there are supporting you like I always tell people be careful who you tell your goals to are they going to support you or are they going to go are you kidding you're going you want to do that you want to make a hundred thousand this year like how do you expect to do that? Or, or, you know, if that's kind of the, the, um, that's a self self care, uh, tip is, is that make sure that the people you're hanging out with are looking up, like going to go forward and not, uh, wanting to just not stay in their comfort zone. I like what you said too, to be cautious about who we're sharing our goals with. I mean, we're recording this. It's the beginning of the year. Everyone's talking about their goals and their big hair out of schools and, what are they going for? And what's your big dream? And it's like, I don't know that I want to post all that intimate stuff on social media. Some people do. Yeah. And I have in the past, but to, now I don't feel like that anymore. Now I really, I know that I have big dreams. I've shared them with people that I think, you know, are going to support me in that. And that's what you need is that, that support as opposed to uh, the last thing you want is people to tear down your dream because it may not seem realistic to them. It might not even be realistic, but that doesn't actually matter, does it? <laughs> no, and it, and so that's a really good point, Julie, because um, this this whole thing with the, the time of year and setting goals, and don't get me wrong, I love setting goals, and I think setting goals is important because we need to have a map of where we're going. Otherwise, what I like to say is that we just pinball through life, right? And, <laughs> and you know, three chances, okay, now we're down in the depth. And I know so many people, and I was like that. That was me. I was pinballing um, and having the support um, of, I, I, one of my business coaches became a really good friend. And I, I so I treasure those times that I had um, with her. Uh, but the whole thing with setting goals is that, you know, we have this pressure on us to, you know, you should have a goal, you should have something else. And, and what I really say to, to everybody is this like, you know, sit quiet and listen to what your heart wants and just be still. And, 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 uh, I love what you do. Like gratitude has changed my life. Right. And I mean, if anybody listening is not doing gratitude every day, uh, then you need to connect with Julie and she'll get, kick you in the butt and get you going on that because it, it's life changing. Every single client that I tell, you know, start a gratitude journal, whatever it changes their life. They're like, Oh my God, this whole journal. I'm just loving it. And I'm just like, they're like, well, you told me I would. I was like, yeah, right. I've given your book to my clients. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, it's so huge. So even if you're for, for the goal for January of, of 2020, it, what I would say is make your number one goal, self-love, make your, make your number one goal, self-care. Um, I always put myself first and people say, well, you know, for those of you that don't know me, I'm a very avid golfer and uh, golf is in my calendar in golf season before anything else. Right. Why? Because that makes me a better person. It 
it's my juice. It's my, mm, you know, it's, I love what it is. I love go everything about golf. It just yeah. makes me a better person. Um, and, and getting up at four 30 every day and working out that's self love because I know myself, I'm not going to do it later in the day. So it's about taking care of my physical body, my mental body, doing meditation, doing gratitude, um, putting myself first has made me a better person and makes me better um, role model. It makes it, and it just, it's, it's like spreading the love, right? As, as what it just, it, you know how enthusiasm's contagious? Yes. yes. That self-love is contagious because people see me all the time. They're like, Oh my God, you're doing all this stuff. I'm, I'm traveling. You know, I go to, I travel a lot, Mexico and stuff. I'm off again next month to go back. And, they're like, oh, that must be nice. And I'm like, it is nice. You can do it too, though. Like, you just have to prioritize. So, well, I love that you shared that because that's one of my favorite things to hear about is what are you doing for your own personal self-care? And I also love that if for you, it's kind of like, if you know the analogy of the rocks in the jar, right? If you yeah, fill the yeah. jar with sand first, you can't get the rocks into the jar. You have to put those rocks in. And those rocks for you are your morning workout your gratitude. You send me pictures of the sunrise when you see it from your window. And when it's golf season, it's golf. Those are the rocks in your calendar that are immovable. And then everything else goes on top of that, but you've built this beautiful base of taking care of Sherry first. Yeah. Well, as we wrap things up, because you and I could talk for an hour and this has been really exciting and I cannot wait to share it, but I always ask my guests, if you can inspire or encourage people to make one change or create one habit after they've watched or listened, what would that be for you? I would say the one thing I would love for somebody to do is after you finish listening to this, take, set your timer for 15 minutes and just turn everything off, turn your phones off and do everything and just sit there and, and ask yourself, what do I do for self-love? Mm. And, and just let whatever comes out, just sit there and just think about it, think about it, think about it. When the timer goes off, write down everything that you came on there. And if there's stuff on that paper that you're not doing, that's on that, then find somebody to help you or talk to somebody and, you know, uh, find some way that why, why am I not doing this? Like, what are my story behind this? What's the excuses? You know, do I going to have regrets one day because I didn't do this? So that's one thing that I would say for everybody to do would be that one little exercise. I love that because it hasn't been shared before and it's, it's different and it's new. It's something I can try. Sherry, where do we find you? How do we connect with you online? What are the best places to connect? So the best place to connect, thank you, Julie, is um, to sherrymulchan.com. So S-H-A-R-I-M-O-L-C-H-A-N.com. Uh, my mastermind's on there. Uh, I have an upcoming retreat talking about hanging around with your community. It's going to be at the Kingfisher in May. Um, it's going to be epic. It's going to sell out. So have a look for that there too. That's amazing. Thank you so much for everything that you've shared with us today. I really, really enjoyed our time together. Really appreciate this, Sherry. Thank you so much. Thanks, Julie. You did it. You listened to the end of the podcast. Yay. Thanks so much for sticking around. It would mean the world to me if you decided to follow this podcast and download new episodes. Who doesn't want more gratitude when they're listening to their podcasts? Has this podcast made a difference for you in your life? 
Could you do me a little favor? I would love it if you would stop by on your favorite app and just leave me a review. It would mean so much if you would take those 30 to 90 seconds and share with us why this podcast made a difference for you. Don't forget, you can always reach out to me on social media. I can be found through Wake Up With Gratitude, through my website. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I've even got an account on TikTok when I like to be silly. I love getting your messages through private message. It means so much to me that this podcast has made a difference in your life. Thanks again for listening today.